To all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-drama cafe podcast and happy Valentine's Day or maybe early Valentine's late Valentine's Day. Either way, happy Valentine's Day. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me, your host Sarai, at the K-Drama Cafe Podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome, 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 welcome. All are welcome here, fanboys, fangirls, K-Drama lovers, K-pop lovers, anime lovers. You guys are all welcome here. If this is not your first time here, thank you, 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 thank you so much for joining me once again to hear my thoughts and take on all things korean dramas so welcome or welcome back if you guys are following me on any of my social media accounts thank you guys so so freaking much especially me on especially on my instagram account um feel free to reach out if you guys have any suggestions if you guys have anything you want to recommend whether it be k dramas whether it be anime uh, or um k-pop whatever it is if you guys want to talk about any of my latest episodes that i posted or anything um you want to share feel free comment on my post respond to my stories or uh dm me i almost always respond it is a small account that's sh- slowly but surely growing and it's been so much fun interacting with everyone about just korean dramas whether it be serious or just fun um it's just been so much so much fun and anyone who's likes my content but you don't follow me at all if you guys are listening thank you guys so much for all the strangers out there who has been liking my um post it's just whether you follow me or not it's okay like i just appreciate that you appreciate my the contact that the content that i created i really appreciate it it's just it's thank you thank you but either way guys thank you guys thank you guys thank you guys <laughs> okay let's get into today's episode today's episode um it's all about valentine's day well not really okay last year i did a five tropes my valentine's day five tropes in romance five romance tropes categories i don't know i don't know but i did five romantic tropes in korean dramas and i chose five different korean dramas to pretty much explain those tropes and it was pretty cute it was fun it was chill so i wanted to do the same thing this year but this year i wanted to talk about my favorite romantic moments in korean dramas i just wanted to have like a random talk random chit chat about korean dramas not a specific korean drama i just want to talk about my favorite scenes um pretty much i'm gonna do like two categories we're talking about two categories today the first one is my favorite love confessions <laughs> my favorite confession scenes and my favorite romantic gestures slash moments romantic gestures i'm gonna say romantic gestures i'm gonna talk about those two categories today so you guys i hope you sit back relax you chill you enjoy a good cup of coffee or something else or water <laughs> um and just enjoy today it's gonna be just easy peasy nothing too serious but somehow i took this kind of serious because i wrote lines down um but yeah i hope you guys enjoy today's episode let's get into it but before we get into it you know i gotta ask you guys have you guys had your coffee today i haven't yet okay and i will later because i'm addicted (laughs) but today i actually have just sparkling water um i'm obsessed with sparkling water and it's kind of a concern um but my favorite sorry that's the ice my favorite sparkling water if anyone cares but i'm pretty sure no one does um is the brand bubbly i love bubbly and strawberry has to be my favorite flavor oh my gosh sorry i'm sorry hold up so good it's a spot so good anyways (laughs) if you guys are having coffee while you're listening to this what are you guys having let me know all right enough coffee talk for real this time let's get into it all right (laughs) okay so my favorite my these are my favorite romantic moments in k-dramas that in 
I don't want to say of all time because if I were to go through all of my K dramas that I've watched through the years, um, and I mean, and I mean years, <laughs> um, there are probably other scenes that are are way better. But these are these are the moments that I that are, I guess most memorable for me that I thought of at the top of my head, um, and they're just my favorite moments that I I love so much. Um, but if you guys have any favorite confession scenes or any favorite romantic moments that you love or any romantic tropes that you like or any rom-coms or any romance dramas that you like that I didn't mention, feel free to just share that with me. Um, anything that you want to recommend, go right ahead and share that with me. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know what you guys think. But yeah, let's let's after the fifth time that i've said this already um yeah let's get into it okay my favorite love confessions oh my gosh i i love a good confession scene i love it i freaking love it these are my favorite scenes when it comes to rom-coms or romance dramas i freaking love it because sometimes it could be like a lengthy speech and it's like good good writing and sometimes it's just a simple i like you but so much depth because of the entire like because of how it was built up to that moment and it's just so i just love it i love it but yeah okay my favorite favorite my favorite confessions in k dramas i have five of them okay and i'm gonna start with number five and work my way up to it okay so let's get started so number five has to be airs <laughs> airs the airs yes i've watched this when it came out in 2013 2014 2012 one of those years it came out a while ago okay i watched it i watched it on drama fever okay any og k drama lovers out there you guys know what i'm talking about when i say drama fever okay so i watched it on there and i loved it so much i literally forced everyone to watch it around me including my brother who's not a k-drama watcher he does watch he loves anime but um he forced him to watch a k-drama and he really liked it too and like my friends watched it uh, my cousins watched it and it's such a it's i feel like it's one of those dramas that it's good to have in your back pocket because if boys over flowers is too unserious for you airs is is a good one you know to have like to have because i feel like new dramas are good but don't you guys do not like do not miss out on the old ones that made a lot of us fall in love with k-dramas don't miss out on those as well like go go check those out for sure um but yeah airs is a good one airs is just one of those it's like super tropey <laughs> super tropey but it's just fun because of the chemistry it's one of my favorite pairings of all time it's park shin hey and let me know let me know the best the best if they were to reunite once again i would probably die and i would for sure watch it in my grave like i would for sure watch it no matter what it is like their pairing was so it was funny because it's like whoa those two really and no it worked so well they looked really cute together but they worked so well chemistry was so well to the point where people thought um something was going on I mean, when people when do people not ship, you know, co-actors together? But it was so yeah, they did so well. I loved it. Still my favorite pairing to today, and chemistry was so um, chemistry was just like on fire that any little dumb scene just I was just like squealing, squeaking. It was good. It was good. I loved it until today. I probably would rewatch it and be like still acting like a little giggly high school girl but anyways you guys so this so it's, it's the two of them um park shin hey who's like my favorite actress if you guys don't know i love her i'll watch her in anything she plays chan sung who's of course the main character of course she's the poorest girl ever um and within these characters she's the poor one of course what else is new and the main guy kim tan played by lee min no lee min no was like my first husband slash first crush um <laughs> and i still love him um he 
he plays Kim Tan, who's obviously the richest guy ever in the friend group. What else is new? And so the entire story is based on, um, it's pretty much surround. The setting is the high school, the high school. So it's a high school drama. And it's about um, this girl, which is Chan Sung, who gets sponsored to go to this school that's like an academy that is only for chebbles, only for the richest of the rich okay the inheritors the heirs they go to that high school and she gets sponsored to go to the high school and she's the poorest of them all but she like for a bit pretends to be like rich it's a whole thing um but yeah but of course it's the poor girl and the rich guy situation and they deal with like having to do with like societal issues and like all that stuff and dealing with you know it, it's a lot of it's a lot of conflict it's a lot of cheesy tropey conflict that i just love so much um but it's like a whirlwind romance at least for him like he fell in love fast and hard okay and she tried to she also fell in love but she just like closed off because he's rich and she already knew it's not gonna work out but just the way they did it they did it well because sometimes there's some dramas sorry there's some dramas where the girl is like that but just doesn't work out she just it's just not portrayed well it's just more annoying like girl really um but i feel like they did a good job of it i don't know let me know what you guys think of the show um be brutally honest don't even worry about it just let me know what you guys think and let me know what you guys think of the pairing love it but yeah so it's pretty much it <laughs> it's a poor girl rich guy dealing with what they have to deal with in society to finally be together and um and yeah it's it's good but this scene that i want to talk about is they're not in korea yet they're actually in south california hi where i live so i recognize everything everywhere it's funny because it's like there's some scenes that they're in san diego and then there's some scenes they're in hollywood i'm like bruh <laughs> it's not just how i'm like okay whatever whatever let's just say they're all over south california but yeah so um <laughs> uh so they um so this scene they're in again they're in south california she's there to try to see her sister she gets lost he you know they bump into each other because they both speak korean and he helps her out and then somehow because he's a troublemaker they both um run into some issues and shenanigans and they end up being chased by thugs i think they're thugs are they thugs i don't remember they, they end up being chased after okay so they're running around the city and they find this little theater and they go in there to hide for a bit and a horror film is is showing and funny enough she loves horror film it's her favorite genre which is so adorable so she's there watching it and he's like lays back and closes his eyes crosses his arm he's like well for now just enjoy the, the movie while i take a nap like let's just rest let's just chill and so she's watching and she has no idea what they're saying she's like dang i don't know what they're saying you know because they were talking in english and so he starts he has his eyes closed and he starts translating for her and then he she looks at him like i thought you were sleeping <laughs> and he's still like he ignores her and he's still talking and still translating and then he stops translating and he starts not confessing but starts saying like what happened between them and he says <laughs> he says but he met a girl last night her name is chan song and she's like how do you know my name <laughs> and he says but he wanted to ask chan song do do i like you dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes that is it that's literally all he says do i do do i like you and that scene was so it was like you guys i was so freaking young i was like squeaking for everything i was like oh my god did he just say that? Uh, yeah yeah i was immature but i i just i mean feel like the feels like just eat it all up it was such a cute moment and she looks at him all shocked and then like the ost comes on and then it's just like the back and forward and the, ugh, so good so, such a good scene such a simple scene it's not even a big deal honestly but it's such a memorable scene for me like after that i've always always use that phrase and i don't think anyone knew why i would do it 
or where I came from, but I would just always do I would just always be like, do I do I like coffee? <laughs> do I do I like flowers? Like do I do I do do I, I don't know why I would do that. I would just yeah, it was just referencing off of this scene and nobody would ever get it and makes sense. <laughs> but yeah guys, that's my number five. Um let me know what you guys think. I love that scene, such a cute scene. It's really not it's it's not like it's just it's a dumb scene really, but it's just I'll never forget it. Such a cute moment. Um that's number five. Number four, you guys, I apologize again because I thought I was done with Alchemy of Souls, but here I am mentioning it again. Mentioning it again once again. <laughs> the heck. Um, sorry. Um, but yeah, number four is Alchemy of Souls, Light and Shadow. Yes. Why? Because this confession wasn't like a f- direct, but it was direct. And the thing about Alchemy of Souls, and I'm going to keep it short because I've talked about Alchemy of Souls so many freaking times that I tired myself out. I tired other people out and um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but if you guys want to know more about it, if you guys want to you know hear more detail and hear my thoughts and take um go check it out i talked about both shows i have had it from like my first impressions um to my current thoughts from like back in june ish july ish um and then i have like a rewatch deep dive and i have like week by week of part two so go check those out if you guys want to hear my thoughts and takes and or hear more details of this show so just to keep it short and simple i promise but it's um alchemy of souls so it's jung Uk played by lee jay wook the beautiful 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 um lee jay wook and our main girl uh go yun jen who play who she plays as um Jin Buyan, but she's actually Cho Young, okay? Um, but again, it's Alchemy of Souls. She switches souls at this point. She lost her memory, my favorite trope, amnesia. Um, and she doesn't know who she really is, but he doesn't know who she really is. And they accidentally, but not accidentally, fall in love with each other all over again. And at this point, like, he has been trying so freaking hard not to like her, not to be attracted to her um he like wouldn't eat like because they're engaged at this point married or engaged one of those two and so he would try to like not sleep in the house trying not to be around her but i think from the very moment that he saw her and when she was in i think from the very moment she he saw her i think from the very first moment that he saw her he was attracted to her they were attracted to each other um but i feel like he he's the kind of guy from season one that's why i love this character like he wore his heart on his sleeve and he was never afraid like even through whatever i'm not gonna get into it but he was always the first one to express how he felt to her he was the one who said he missed her first the one he said he liked her first like he was never afraid to show his affection towards her but because of what he went through and how he lost her he closed himself out and so when he met her again and he doesn't know who she is he's trying hard not to be attracted to her because he feels guilty because he's like he hasn't forgotten about this one and like but the whole time he tries to fight it fight it off um as he mourns for her it's it's interesting um but at this point of the story he's like he can't take it anymore because they were they were about pretty much they were splitting up like for good she was going back to her mom genuine um she was going back to genuine and he pretty much enlisted he the reason why is because he enlisted the help of her mom to um save his best friend and obviously the mom's like well give her back to me um and i'll help you so he says yes he makes a promise long story short he thinks he's doing the right thing but he's like confused because he doesn't want to lose her and she's pissed because she's like i'm not an object like why are you why do you keep doing this you know what forget you don't i don't want to see you ever again leave me alone i know you made your choice so she's about to leave um she was in song rim um i can't remember but she was gonna leave to genuine and she was um right before she was gonna go 
get her plaque that you know a plaque that she has to help her get into song room and <laughs> so she goes she gets it and right where she left it is none other than jungkook and that moment right there like directing acting everything so good they don't even say anything to each other she's just there like walking in and he's there it's just like it's one of those moments where it's like it catches your breath because you were not expecting him to be there you you're literally her you're like what like you were not expecting him to be there um you kind of were but you kind of weren't it's like it's funny and so he's there and so they're bickering and he's like trying to tell her like look like the lantern's broken this lantern is like a lantern that never turns off it keeps flickering she's like okay who cares like what and then he tells her like look like the reason why the reason why i agreed to marry you is because i wanted you to take the ice stone from me and and she's like i know and he's like no like if the ice stone is taken oh um is taken out of me then i will die and she was like are you freaking kidding me are you freaking kidding me and she's like okay i okay fine 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 i get it i get it you made your point you don't want to be with me i get it okay from here on out don't ever talk to me don't come near me just leave me alone so she as she walks away he he grabs her wrist i'm just like i know wrist grabs are like controversial but in that moment i was like oh <laughs> so he she tries to get her attention she's like what is it now like what do you want and um <laughs> and so he says yes i wrote this down too okay this is important he says i'm not done yet i told you the lantern was flickering she says so what and he says so he said so when it's on i'm saying it is clear to me that i must send you back as i promised but i go insane when it turns off i just pined for you that is why i came to see you so freaking good and then she says okay so how do you what about now and he says if you are upset and want to leave i should get ahead of myself and let you go and like i said and then they make out um the best make out ever just kidding no um but yeah so then yeah um i love that part at the end because again like this character i'm telling you like he wears his heart on his sleeve and because of what he went through he built walls he closed himself off he changed completely um but little by little like that was a moment little by little he starts open opening up a little bit and that was a moment where he finally cracked and it's just a good good scene for me especially because both of the lee j wook like man i'm telling you guys like <laughs> he is starting to slowly become one of my faves like i already love him but yeah he did that scene so well so well like if you see his progression as jong-uk from season one to season two you can see there's a huge difference on how he's portraying jong-uk in season in season two three years later how he's darker how he's more like you know um more closed off more mature you know it's been three years but there's moments where he's like flustered or he's like he's doing this he's confessing that you compare to season one and it's consistent it's consistent it's consistent little gestures little things because i've seen like like edits where they do like scenes from of jungkook from season one to season two and there's moments where he's flustered in season one and it's the same consistency in season two it's so good so freaking good but yeah so that's that's my number four <laughs> that's my number four okay let's get into my number three and my number three is from one of my favorite shows ever 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 um as of right now it's one of my favorite shows to be completely honest will it change later maybe i don't know but so far it's been holding on strong and that is extraordinary you oh my gosh do i love this show if you guys haven't seen it i highly recommend it it's kind of like a high school drama but it's not um so it's about characters main characters a group of kids 
who are actually comic book characters who are stuck in a comic book and the conflict is or the premise is that within this comic book these characters start to develop their ego slash self-awareness one by one so when they develop their uh self-awareness they realize holy smokes i'm a comic book character and and um they have no control whenever the storyboard whenever they're in the storyboard they have no control of themselves whenever they're in the shadow which is like not storyboard not the scene um between the storyboard they can be themselves and it's so funny because a lot of these characters are completely different self-aware as the way the writer has written them and i'm not gonna go into too much detail as well with this one because i'm gonna do a whole episode on this show because i it's my favorite show and i want to share with you guys the shows that i like the shows that i love um not just shows that are ongoing currently but shows that made me who i am no i'm just kidding <laughs> no shows that i just absolutely love and i just want to share with you guys but just to keep it brief um so it's our main girl andano and she is i love her i love kim heyoon i freaking love her so much but she plays our girl main girl and um she in in the comic book story she's not the main character she's actually a supporting role with a terminal illness and she's in love with um her childhood sweetheart her childhood friend her fiance and he who's like it's not reciprocated it's a one-sided love and our main guy okay he's not even a supporting role he's not even an extra he's like an extra extra like he doesn't even have a face in the comic book he's like one of those background like random people in the back and he's just known as number 13 within like the the classroom the number the students and those two end up meeting each other within the shadow and they end up falling in love and i'm gonna just keep it there it's so good because like they he gives she she gives him a name they like he starts to developing or she starts getting his self-awareness or getting little by little getting more of his own personal personality and like they oh yeah like they fall in love and it's so good because the writer does not want them to be together at all like he could care less for number 13 for haru that's his name um rowoon's character um he could care less the he or she whatever the writer could care less for that like always tries to keep them apart whether it's on purpose or not we don't know but it's such a good story because people who who would just watch it as face value wouldn't see that that they purposely try to show that the writer is not a good at writing <laughs> is not a good writer at all very cheesy very tropey everything that you see that's cheesy tropey everything from like the 8-3 from like the everything like is meant to be it's meant to be like that on purpose to pretty much um show that the writer is not a good writer <laughs> but yeah if 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 this show was made into three parts like the director wanted to initially oh my gosh this story would have fleshed out so freaking well so well but it didn't so it's it has its like plot holes it has its like little like um flaws but overall it was really good but yeah so these two they fall in love they try to be together but it's really hard because the writer doesn't want them to be together and in this confession scene i think again it's they don't say anything crazy it's just the built up to that moment okay so they so every time that the scene changes they pop into the scene and they have no control of themselves and they hear like a page turning and that's like the scene's changing so they had promised to see each other in a tree the anniversary of an old old tree um just to see each other that just to symbolize like that they would last forever that they would be together you know and so right before the date came the scene changes and she's in the hospital bed and so every time the scene would end she would try to get up and she would try to run but then the the page would flip and then she would be right back on the bed and as day by day goes she's stuck in the bed her scenes would always be in the hospital bed and days and days and days the days would pass by and on his side he's like that the date came and he's waiting there all freaking day and then the next day he's obviously worried for 
and he realized um he found out that he's not she's in the hospital so every so she he automatically starts running to her to the hospital and then the page would flip and then he would be back at his seat in his desk and then he would wake up or the scene would end and then he would try to run but then the next scene would be back at school so he would try his hardest to go to the hospital but the writer kept putting him back in to the school and both oh the angst was there the tension the oh gosh so good and that's kind of how it is in a lot of scenes so freaking good i love it i love it i love it but finally after so much angst there's a moment where the scene completely ends and she's able to go to the high school and she changes her clothes and everything she goes to high school she's running around looking for him um he's doing the same he's no i think he's in the tree like you know being sad of course like and then they see each other and they see each other and they run to each other they're crying they're holding each other because it's like any moment they could be separated in that moment the writer could probably be like hey jk flip the page and they could be separated so they just hold on to each other crying and he like grabs her shoulders and he looks at her and he says i missed you i like you she's like what he's like i said i like you and then she pecks him she gives him a peck and she's like oh sorry and then um he grabs her and and just gives her a kiss and it's such a beautiful scene such a beautiful scene because of how because of what led up to it the it, it's the built-up for me and again such simple words he said i missed you i like you and at that moment it was so um i liked it as well because the second lead who's played by lee J. wook who i freaking love um he was like a player kind of and he would play with her emotion then he'd be like he wouldn't act like he liked her but he actually did like her and so Haru confronted him like do you even like her and he's like what and Haru's like because i do i like her and so he's like you know what i'm not gonna be like that i'm not i'm gonna be i'm gonna set it straight i'm not gonna play with her emotions i'm gonna set it straight and i'm gonna tell her how i feel and that's why i love it so freaking much <laughs> but yeah guys that's my number three i love that moment i still love it i freaking love it and why it's not my number one is because you'll see why you will see why what my number one is and it made me cry like crazy but yeah that is my number three guys let me know what you guys think and um and if you guys watched it let me know but yeah so number two oh my gosh number two is from the king's affection another ruin drama yes what else is new i love the king's affection so freaking much and the king's affection is pretty much the girl crosses cross dresses as a man to save her family <laughs> what else is new another one of my fave tropes why because mulan aka mulan but yeah so um again i did episodes on the king's affection if you guys want to go check that out i went into full-on detail <laughs> i did deep dives on everything of this show so go f you know feel free to check those out but king's affection really good really good really good drama um check it out give it a chance give it a, give it a chance give it a chance uh, but it's park and bin our main girl and she's cross-dressing as a man because her twin brother gets killed so in order to keep herself safe and everyone around her safe she has to dress like a man and impersonate her twin brother there's more to the story but you guys gotta go check it out okay um yeah so she's dressed as a crown prince and then enter in our beautiful boy beautiful man jiyoon played by rowan yeah he's a childhood friend who they hadn't seen in years he comes back gets forced to work at the palace because he's a scholar he's a he's a physician but he's a scholar at the same time because at that time like i'm not gonna get into it but he's he's a scholar that's like that's all i gotta say so when you're a scholar you can pretty much get into almost anything um but his dad and um her grandpa 
actually force him to work in the palace because he is friends or he has connections with specific people that they want to be politically aligned with it's all political at that point but he has connections with because he's the kind of guy who can literally make friends with anyone um so he has connections with these people these chinese um government people i don't really know what cannot remember the the terms that they used but he they told him like in order to save i think his friends or your business um your friends i think um you have to work here until this day which was when they were gonna meet the people he has connections with and so he works at the palace and he meets the crown prince and he doesn't know who she is and he's cold and she, he's and jiyun is not cold he, and he is very he's a bulldozer <laughs> he does not care he's like okay like hi there like you know he's not put off by he definitely has a hard time because of her because he she's trying to push him away because they knew each other from when they were kids when she was still dressing as a girl and so she was like i gotta push him away and and you know this they end up just melting for each other <laughs> through the time they start melting for each other and liking each other and it's really cool because when he realizes that he has feelings for her he obviously doesn't know that it's a, a girl it's he thinks it's a guy and so what i liked about this character is that he wasn't appalled by it and he wasn't afraid of it he was just like he was more like he's like well he's like well i would never work out like between like well, i'm a man why would he be interested in me or like it just would never work out um society wise it just wouldn't but he wasn't like i said he wasn't appalled or anything he was just like oh it's just you know yeah you know and it's just he's such a good character i loved i loved him and so anyways he had got to the point where he's like i can't hold these feelings like i just can't i gotta tell him so he goes he runs um there's a scene where she goes off for a walk because she's upset at something and of course second lead follows after but it's too late because jiyoon comes in out of breath runs to her and he's like they meet each other and this is such a good i loved this confession so much like i watched this scene so many freaking times it's so good he did it's just the words that he used i loved but this is it okay i'm gonna yes i wrote it down okay <laughs> so yeah so he runs to her he's already had enough he's like i'm gonna like i need to tell you how i feel and the reason why is because they had they had hung out at this abandoned like core um maids quarters or something like that um it's abandoned no one knows about it so they were hanging out there they were drunk um he was especially drunk he had kissed her on the cheek and he was like oh i'm so sorry and then he knocks out while he's knocked out leaning against the the wall or what is it i don't know i can't remember but he 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 knocks out and she leans in and kisses him and he thought it was a dream but then he realized it was not a dream she actually kissed him so when he finally realized hold up that was not a dream he actually kissed me okay so he goes to to her he goes to her and he says um this is what he says i thought it was a dream however it wasn't a dream i will believe you if you say the feelings are momentary but it wasn't for me it wasn't it wasn't admiration from a subject it i thought it was my loyalty to you but it was affection i have a deep affection for you your royal highness although you're a man and the crown prince of this nation i love you and <laughs> Lee Hui's reaction is like, obviously, she's like, damn. Like, this isn't fair. Like, this isn't fair because I love him too, but there's nothing that I could do about it. There's nothing I could do about it. So she's there. She's like, Ugh. 
with her teary eyes, with her beautiful eye acting, and he says, and I think she tells him, like, this, you know, like, something, yeah, she tells him, like, this can't work, and he says, whatever it is, I will endure it. I will endure it. Whatever people say, I will endure it. And then he's like, no, whatever you may say, I will endure it. Oh my gosh, such a good scene. Such a freaking good scene. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Like, I know the way I read it was probably like whack, but it's just the way he said it was just, I loved it. I, I loved it because it's like you know even though you're 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 even though you're a man even though you're the crown prince of the nation i have a deep i have a deep affection for you so so good i love it yep that's number that's my number two love it till this day let me know guys if you watch that scene so so good i'm not gonna go into detail because then i will never shut up um but number one <laughs> Okay, my number one, you guys, finally finishing this off. I've been ranting and talking a lot. But number one has to be Snowdrop. (laughs) And it's not when they first kiss and it's not anything. It's literally the last scene. One of the last scenes. I cried my eyes off. And so, long story short, I'm going to definitely spoil it for you guys. But he ends up passing they end up killing him he's a north korean spy a north korean agent and she's um the daughter of the oh crap oh i forgot what the organization is but um pretty much a really important like government official and um they fall in love and he ends up not making it because along you guys have this one 100 please watch it please watch it i know there's some controversies surrounding it but i say just give it a chance guys give it a chance it's so good jung Hae-in, like he impressed me so much he did such a good freaking job and this the settings like it was not even huge it was oh it was mostly in the dormitory so freaking good but yes so she has this tape recorder she has this like red boom box that she tapes like um she records herself sometimes she'll like record her feelings or whatever and she recorded the first time she met him and how she felt and she's like who is this first love at first sight whatever and during the time they were um held hostage in in the dormitory he finds that recording and he listens to it on accident and he smiles and he records something but you don't know what he says he just you just hear him say young Ro, which is her name and then it comes to the next scene you don't hear what he says until the end of the show <sighs> but yeah so just i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry um so yeah so it's the end of the show um when he was about to die he gives her that tape i'm so glad he did and so she goes to so at the end of the scene she goes to the coffee shop that they first met and she has her headphones on and she starts listening to it okay hold on i'm not (laughs) okay i'm trying not to get emotional he says this young girl he says young girl i remember when i first met you at roma coffee shop to be honest, I've had feelings for you since then. If I were just an ordinary man, I would have asked you out on a date that day. <laughs> Sorry. Then we would have become a couple, right? <laughs> Going to the amusement park and movies with you. I wanted to spend a long time with you, but I never regret meeting you. Young Ro, you bloomed flowers inside of me who was so cold thank you i'm leaving but i'll remember you <laughs> i'm leaving but i'll remember you forever onion row i love you oh uh, y'all that <clears throat> i cried when he said if i were a regular man because he 
he was not he was his situation was so difficult and you could see those moments where he almost broke to where like he want when you first meet them you could see like him the moment of where he's just like a regular guy like he's just a regular guy was a crush on a girl who was about to ask her out and then he sees like someone following him and then he has to go back into like i'm i'm a north korean agent and goes back to his cold self and it's just yeah it's so good it's so freaking good i yeah the whole time i was just so emotional over it because i'm like dude like <laughs> he just wanted to be a regular guy and he didn't have the chance they didn't have the chance to to have that moment to be a regular couple you know and oh gosh i get so emotional about it i still get so emotional about it uh because they didn't have a chance and they and they end up falling in love and so she she holds onto the cassette player so tight starts crying and i i'm just like girl uh yeah it's such a good scene and what they the words that they chose was were like so it gosh it it was really well done really really well done because the entire time she thought it was just her who like really liked him had a crush on him but then she realized what kind of guy he was and she's like wow it was dumb the whole time but in that moment she realized like he fell in love with her first and and what he wanted in the time and he couldn't give that to her he couldn't he couldn't and and the fact that he says i will never forget you but he ended up dying it's just like ugh, it got to me it really did but yeah that's my number one guys this is my number one confession i know i read to you guys like nah, but let me know what you guys think <laughs> let me know what you guys think and what your guys's favorite confessions are the last the last category that i'll be talking about are my favorite romantic non-romantic moments they're like my favorite gestures okay and i just want to keep this really cute and sweet and just short um i'm not gonna go into too much detail i just wanted to share with you guys the things that pop out on me when it comes to like someone doing like a uh i guess a romantic gesture um because there's so many times where it's like a person could do something grand and big and like oh my gosh but to me my favorite moments are when the person doesn't know that's happening so let me explain okay number five well actually this one doesn't count oh the other one is gonna count but just 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 the subtle the subtleness of it number five our beloved summer okay the whole show is so great please watch it i recommend highly recommend so so good um loved it loved it loved it but this scene just was engraved in my memory because um because it was not the guy it was the girl so like sorry so pretty much these two the two main characters they are dating and she's very busy very driven very like you know what this is more important than like the lovey-dovey stuff even though she does like it but she's very like I guess closed off kind of and this scene he explains about what he liked about her he was explaining what he didn't like about her but then he's like but then he would explain why he liked what he liked about her so he was he was he was sharing how I forgot who he was his friend like she's just like I tried to do romantic stuff with her I tried to go see with her like I I wanted to see the cherry blossoms with her the cherry blossoms bloom with her but she would not she just chose this before us or she chose this before her and there's this scene where she's like busy all day and she just like whatever who cares is not important so he's like sulking and he's outside of like a little like liquor store and he's i think he's drinking and so he's upset obviously and she comes and they miss the cherry blossoms and she comes and he's like kind of upset right and then she's like why why are you upset you know like trying to make it not a big deal and he's like you know why i'm upset you know like you just don't care and so then he, he says she says um 
and she raises her hand and opens it and all these petals just fall like and she's just like you have to see it you have to see it but it was such a cute sweet moment because it it's just usually you see the guy doing stuff and i just love the fact that it was the girl who went out of her way to put herself out there to do something cute like that so that's why i really love this show so go check it out but that's my number five super cute and subtle number four has to be business proposal let me tell you guys business proposal was fun it wasn't my favorite i wouldn't recommend it um but if you but I'm, i would say like yeah check it out for yourself um it was cute like i feel like they could have done better for sure <laughs> they could have done better but i loved um his acts of services to her like so cute so freaking cute but one of my favorite scenes is when he goes out of his way to find out what she likes you know he was very proactive so proactive so he f- tried to fit he tries to figure out what he like what she likes and she finds out like that he that she likes this food truck and this food truck is like very hard to get a hold of because it's like it i think it's it just like stops at specific places and it won't it just it's a really hard to food truck it's a hard food truck to get a hold of it doesn't stay in one spot so what he ends up doing is he ends up calling that food truck and has that food truck be waiting in a specific beach that they were going to go for a business trip quote unquote and they're out on the beach and she's he's like oh hey what's that oh yeah food truck what so she's all excited like what like this is like unbelievable like it wouldn't have been here like what's going on oh my gosh this is great so she goes and she they order food and she walks away for a minute and he's like he's like oh she doesn't know like and he's like shh like don't say anything he's like you should tell her and he's like no like um no it's just doesn't it's not he refused because he was like no like this is special this way and i love that he didn't tell her and he just enjoyed her being like um just genuinely excited like i think he just wanted to see that that excitement genuinely even though he's the one that called and like paid for the entire day's worth like who wouldn't who wouldn't be like oh my gosh you know over that but he was like no she doesn't no don't tell her you know like i love that i freaking love that i love that scene i love when they do that stuff that's number four number three you guys are gonna get annoyed at me again but (laughs) alchemy of souls light and shadow when she's in prison or when she's in the annex and she's not able to leave this is the first episode okay if you don't pay attention you will miss this and the first time i seen this episode i missed it until someone pointed out and i was like yes yes i, I rewatched it <laughs> sorry um so yeah i rewatched it and i yeah it was good i was like what so subtle but so important so good i love it i love it i love it i love it love it i love it i love it so she's in the annex she's not able to leave she's pretty much stuck there she's yeah treated really badly and he accidentally goes in because he can really go in anywhere because he has he's powerful but he goes in on accident he's like what is all this and they meet and so she's like oh hey stranger um are you gonna go can i go with you and he's like can you not like please step away from me <laughs> i don't i'm not used to be able getting close to me please leave but she's like invasive it's hilarious and so she's like wait hold on i smell something gets super close to him and smells and she's like oh my gosh you smell like the rose petals like have they bloomed yet please like i want to go see like take me with you and he's like listen lady no like you like i already have bad blood with these people please step away and so they have a conversation together and they share like right off the bat they share like why she's there why why he and she pretty much tells her like 
I'm here because I ha- I'm guilty of existing, you know, because I was supposed to be dead and I'm not. I'm here. And so he has that same uh, conviction as well because he is supposed to be dead because of the ice stone. And then you- we all know the story, okay? And so he, he fell for it. He was like, well, like, you know, I I feel for her, you know? And as he walks away, well, he already did an act of service and we all know what he did. He pretty much made like this like (laughs) makeshift like steps for her to climb out by throwing like different utensils on the wall but then afterwards he leaves he walks away and her sister goes in and she's like oh did anyone came she's like no and then he leaves and so she's there by herself and she notices a petal fall in and so she's like, what? And then it, it falls in her hand and she gets up and she goes to the window and like all these petals. stuff. Such a beautiful scene, you guys. Don't miss out on that. Beautiful. And there's a shot where it's just you're facing her back and like her long hair is like in the back and she has her dress. And the light is shining through the window because everything else is dark and then all the petals are falling such a good scene such a beautiful beautiful scene and yeah the petals are falling and it's oh gosh so beautiful and then it cuts to him walking leaving genuine and you see like in the corner the roses so he pretty much like he did that (laughs) he freaking did that that sundere like this sundere punk i was like that punk literally did that like he felt he felt for her because she was stuck there you know they were keeping her down there and he did that gesture i'm like bro bro (laughs) such a good scene guys don't miss that don't miss on that but that's my number three and my number my number two okay this is very my number two is funny because i don't like this show and that's the producers okay i didn't like the producers (laughs) if you guys have seen the producers let me know what you guys think and what you liked about it i not gonna go into details because i i watched it because iu was in it because kim soo hyun was in it but the entire show i was just like trying to i was like okay i'm trying to get something but i never got anything and it's just i tried i tried i watched it till the end i was like crawling my way there because i was like it was hard to finish it really was hard to finish but i finished it but there's a scene in there um where it's the two main characters not iu it's not kim soo hyun it's the two older main characters who have been friends for freaking years and he was in love with her they were both in love with each other um but obviously they didn't show it they didn't because they're friends you know the whole friend trope thing and she has a way to walk to her job and for whatever reason they were building this like um section and i don't know if it was a park but it was the lights were not the the last thing that they needed to work on were the lights and they were not turned off so one day like she was whatever she she would walk and like whatever and it was dark and all that stuff and one day as she was walking towards that direction to get to her place all the lights turn on and it's been a struggle for them, for the city to turn those lights on for whatever reason, for like months probably. But that one day, as she's, but that one day as she walk, as she's walking, it, they turn on, and she's like, oh my gosh! And she thought that Kim So Hyun's character, because he had a huge crush on her, was the one who did it. But then when he, she confronted him, like, hey, I know you like me, but I already told you I don't feel that way about you you know but you know you didn't have to do all that and she's like do what he's like you know like did you call the city like or what and then he's like i didn't i'm sorry even though i i would have loved like i'm I'm loving this attention but like that i didn't do that and he's she's like but who could have done who could have done that (laughs) oh girl stop (laughs) no yeah and then you see a scene of him like over and over calling him calling 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 calling. and it's such a like it's not romantic romantic but it's just a good scene where it's like a guy who's just being proactive of like 
he's doing something he didn't have to tell her and he did even after it happened he most likely wouldn't have said anything but he was very proactive behind the scenes and i i like that and there's other scenes in k-dramas where like the light like even in our beloved summer they do it and the king's affection they do it and i love those scenes where the pathways lit up it's so i'm a sucker for that i eat that up i freaking eat that up but yeah that's my number two my number one and this is not i don't even think this is supposed to be romantic at all but i found it so freaking romantic number one has to be 25 21 when she was they were still she was still in high school they were still friends and it's Nahito and Becky Jin. Okay, we all know those names. And she's um, training her butt off. And she's training, she's training, she's training. And she loves banana milk. She's known for that. She loves banana milk. I went to go <laughs> try banana milk because of that. And I loved it. Uh, so I, st- I still do. Ooh, banana milk. Maybe I should. Okay, anyways. Um, so she's training, right? And she's like tired. She sits back, and right behind her is a window. And here comes Becky Jin, okay? And I don't even know if there, I don't think there's anything romantic to it, but she, he has a new banana milk with him. And she, like, he puts a straw in and puts it right at right where the window seal. And she's like trying to reach for it. And then she realizes it, it's him. He's there, right, right in the back of her. And like, she freaks out. And it's just a cute moment right there. Because then he, she's like, okay, come in. So he goes inside and they're talking and they're talking about her training. And then he's like, he's like, oh, is it really that hard? Like, they're just having a moment. Such a, such a good moment. And she's like, do you want to try it? And so whenever, so the, what she was training on was fencing. So she's a fencer. And there's this like, um, score it's a thing that keeps score so it turns green and it turns red so whenever like the um i think whenever the uh, what is it called i don't know what it's called whenever the little tip of the i'm gonna butcher it it's just like the sword i don't know what it's called touches the other person it turns green and so they're like, you know, they make a bet and like <laughs> they they they're just like, okay, you want to try it out so the suit. So he tries the suit on and it's such a the tension was real when like she had to get super close to him and like put the, the suit on him and everything and they start like, you know, practicing together and I think they make a bet and they, you know, whatever spar and there's a scene where it just where um he grabs the the thing and he puts it on him and it turns green (laughs) the the light turns green and the lights were off i think because it was after hours and it turns green that scene was so beautiful like the the green light so good and he's giving her encouragement words of encouragement and then it turns off and then she like wax him with it and it the the green light turns on again and oh my gosh like like cinematography wise so good so so good but he asks she asks him why do you root for me not even my mom roots for me and he says um because you give me hope and that's why i want more so good that scene is my favorite scene because one the words that were exchanged two the tension between them that were was already building like they were already building a strong bond in that moment and nothing was romantic yet but yet it was still somehow romantic and cinematography wise so good with the green light and then them two and then like such a good such a good scene so well thought out my favorite my favorite my favorite but yeah guys that's it for today i'm sorry it took more of your time but i hope you guys enjoyed these um let me know what you guys think let me know what you guys uh what your favorite um 
romantic gestures are or love confessions or um favorite you know rom-coms or favorite romance whatever it is let me know what you guys think if you guys liked any of these or watched any of these or if there's some that you didn't like <laughs> um and you want to talk about that or if you some that i didn't mention like go for it you know let's all talk about k dramas because it's it's what we love it's what we love but um i hope you guys have a wonderful valentine's day valentine's week whether it's with your family or with your friends or with your significant others or by yourself okay some years it was by myself and it's you know it's fine this year i'm going to a galentine's day it's gonna be fun um but yeah you guys i hope you guys have a wonderful wonderful week and i hope your year is going um well so far so if you guys are driving please drive safe if you guys are at school you got this you got this stop playing you got this okay um and if you guys are at work i hope you have a wonderful day um but either way you guys you guys got this we got this we all got this and thank you so much for joining me here at the K Drama Cafe Podcast. <laughs>